Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. Great to have you here again. I hope you're ready for an exciting episode today. So, I think it was episode 42 when I first spoke to Lindsay Williams on the podcast. And even before that episode, Lindsay was someone I was following online for quite a long time because she does amazing language learning posts and content, you know, on YouTube and other places online. She also has a podcast to help language teachers as well, so obviously useful for me. And of course, this is her second time on the podcast now. And I really, really enjoyed it because, of course, way back in episode 42, I was somewhat a beginner at podcasting and I was a bit more nervous, more awkward. I remember I was also in Thailand at the time as well and I was panicking that my microphone had broken. So I think by now I was much more comfortable and we had a really good conversation about a variety of different topics. And it was great to chat with Lindsay once again. And if you want to know more about Lindsay, her website is Lindsay Does languages.com. In the episode, Lindsay talks a little bit about a quiz that she has created on her website. And this quiz tells you your language learning style. And it's quite a fun quiz. It's quite short and simple. And you go through it and answer these questions about your language learning preferences. And at the end of the quiz, it will give you a character and it will tell you a little bit about what kind of learner you are and how you should progress and the next steps for you based on your learning style. I just retook the quiz again today because I, I did take it before, as I will mention, but I forgot my result. I just retook the quiz and I got Pingu, the character Pingu, which is a mixture of kind of being independent and sociable, a mixture of the two. And it gave me lots of really good tips on my next steps as this character, this kind of language learning style. I highly recommend you check out the quiz. We're going to get back to that more in the main episode as well. Um, but yeah, really, we just have a catch up. We begin by having a catch up, talking about what Lindsay's been up to recently. We then slide into some topics about her own language study routine and how that might have changed since the last time we spoke. And then we kind of talk more about habits so the topic of the main podcast today is habits, where we talk about good and bad habits we have. We talk about some good habits that we have recently put into our lives and, you know, maybe some habits that we want to implement, we want to add in the future and much, much more as well. It's a very information packed episode today. And then finally, in the private episode coming out on Friday this week, we talk about some expressions, some idioms related to habits. And I kind of quiz Lindsay a little bit and she gives a really good definition for each one. So yeah, lots to talk about today and I hope you enjoy it. You can become a member and access these private episodes at levelupenglish.school. Click the link in the podcast description if that's easier. But without any further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. 
My name is Michael, and I am delighted to be joined by Lindsay Williams for the second time on the podcast from Lindsay Does Languages. So welcome back to the podcast. Hey, hello. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me back. Of course, of course. I was really happy to, to see you wanted to. So yeah, thank, thank you for joining me. What have you been up to recently? Uh, I think I just said to you before we started, it's been about two years, over two years since we last spoke. So what have you been up to in that time? Oh, I mean, well, we all know what's been going on the past two years since. <laughs> hmm, let, me ha- let me have a think. Um, but yeah, I've been lately um, quite busy working on um, something that I think we're going to talk a little bit about today. Um, thinking a lot about um, language learning and like how we learn languages. And I've been sort of in the background, I guess, in that time. One big thing I've been doing is working on my um, my master's in uh, applied linguistics. So that's given me lots of opportunities to really dig into second language acquisition and um, all sorts of really interesting topics all around that as well. That's amazing. Yeah, you, you mentioned that to me before. If it's not too personal, what was mm-hmm. your motivation to start that master's because that's obviously a huge thing to get into now yeah I mean in 2017 2018 I spent some time kind of traveling and uh, we made a really cool um, documentary series called language stories where we were meeting lots of amazing people and hearing stories about languages um, and 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 just like it made me think. I remember it was sort of in Vietnam and I was thinking, this is fun. I like this. I like discovering more and kind of, you know, going beyond what I already know about language. And so I was looking into it then, like, how can I learn more? Like, what is the name of the subject that is learning about how we learn languages? And um, yeah, I kind of came across the degree, the applied linguistics thing. It's um, distance learning, which is my completely my jam. I'm yeah. totally into that. My my uh, undergraduate degree was the same structure. And so that was a big, a big win. That was something I really wanted. And um, it took me a couple of years to be like, do I? Is it worth it? Should I? Then obviously 2020 rolled around and I thought, well, I'll just apply. Who knows how long we're going to be trapped at home? It'll give me something to do. Yeah. And yeah, here we are, almost on the cusp of final big dissertation now. That's amazing. Wow. Is it going okay? Are you handling the stress okay? It's been fun. It's been it's been fun. It's been interesting, but it's also been, yeah, lots of balancing and and you know okay now we're coming up to an essay lots and lots of busyness and now we've finished I'm okay to take a little week off now and breathe (laughs) it's very constant yeah yeah Yeah. but it's been good okay so so let let me know if I'm right it sounds like you're you're learning a bit about the I don't know the, the inner workings of the mind and how we learn a second language and that kind of theory behind it is that what what you're learning yeah, some of it. There's been a real mixed um, kind of topics. So a bit of sociolinguistics, which is all about, well, the thing I did was all about like accents and dialects and how we distinguish between a language, a dialect and accent. Mm. Um, there's been some stuff in there about like directly about second language acquisition, about how we learn. Um, and uh, the one I'm doing at the minute 
um, is about, um, it's called psycholinguistics, which at first I was like, that sounds terrifying. Do I pick that <laughs> module? That one sounds a bit intense. Um, but actually it is kind of, you know, the, the, the angle I've gone in terms of my assignment stuff, it is about like how we learn. And I'm, I'm really looking into like vocabulary and word learning acquisition. So it's been, it's been good, good fun to then apply all of that to, to my work as well. That's so cool. That's so cool. Where is the best? I mean, we can go back to this at the end, of course, but where is the best place for us to see that, you know, the, the work that you're doing as a result of all your learning now? Like, how is that coming through in your work? Where, where is that going, basically? Um, I actually just yesterday at the time of recording, um, just did a workshop about vocabulary, about how to learn vocabulary once and for all, I called it. Um, and I really drew a lot from the assignment I'm working on right now. Um, so there's, yeah, bits of it have like trickled in things like that. There's a few blog posts that I've written over the past couple of years where, um, you know, it's been quite connected to the, the, the studies and the work I've been doing on it. And yeah, I guess the, the personality quiz as well has been kind of drawn from that and really thinking about how we as individuals are learning languages differently. And uh, yeah, so it's it's been fun because it's kind of given me a broader understanding and confidence in that more kind of technical side of it mm. rather than feeling, you know, maybe like for a couple of years, like, oh, is everything just anecdotal? Am I just saying this worked <laughs> for me? Try this. Like it feels much more solid for me now, which is which is good. That sounds something like something that I'd want to to learn about more too. Cause it mm. is something that I found along my podcasting journey and everything that at the beginning I might have been saying more like, this is the way to learn a language. And the more I've learned, the more I've, you know, progress, I kind of am saying well, this is how I do it, but everyone's different. Some people like this, some people like this. And I, I realize there's just so many different ways to do it. And there's no one way to do it, which is, yeah. I mean, it means there's kind of endless content for content creators like me, but it's also a bit of a headache for people trying to find the best way, I find. Yeah, it's difficult. And, and you know, a big part of, I think, how that has kind of been reflected in, in what I've done in work over the past couple of years has been that shift from try this, do this. This is the way to learn vocabulary to, first of all, number one, recognize that you are you. And that is the most important thing to understand when you're learning a language, you know, and then secondly, now let's look at a different way of all the, some, you know, a few ways that we could learn vocabulary. And then let's think, okay, well, where am I at with the language right now? Um, what do I want to do with the language? What is my personality? What is my kind of language learning style here? And how does that all fit together with what I've been presented with? Because the the risk is that we see everything online and we think, oh, I need to do all of these things. I need to start doing this, 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 mm -hmm. this method, that system. And no, 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 no. First of all, we need to understand ourselves so that we can actually make sense of everything that is out there because it's all so valuable, but it's only valuable if we know how to apply it and how to use it for ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, on that on that topic, there's I think one realization that I came to is that I just don't really enjoy learning languages like watching movies or TV series. Mm. I know many people try to encourage people to learn that way. But I found whenever I sit down, I watch like a TV series in whatever language. I'm, I'm not that engaged. I don't find it that good for me. So that that's one thing that I found. But is there anything 
for you? Like maybe something that most people will do, but doesn't work for you? Like a learning technique? Yeah, good question. For me, it's listening only. Like I love podcasts, like brilliant as, as a, as a, as a, as a thing, as a concept. But if I'm listening to like a podcast or like an audio lesson and I'm not connecting that to any visual, then I'm not, um, like learning. And this is a terrible thing to say on a podcast for learners, <laughs> but, but that's the whole point, right? For me, I need to think of a way to activate my brain and my learning process to actually make use and make sense of what I'm hearing. And there's loads of ways that, that you can do that. Um, but it's just about knowing what it is for you. So, you know, I, I used to just expect that, oh, um, I've got all these long drives and commutes. Let me throw on um, some audio lessons. I'll be fluent by the time I get there. I'll be fluent mm-hmm. by the end of the week. I'll be a pro in Arabic, you know, and <laughs> just give me a couple of weeks with these these 30 minute drives each way. Right. Of course, it didn't happen because, you know, I didn't realize at the time. But for me, I need that something extra I need to give something extra I can listen on its own but then I need to revisit and go back to it Mm -hmm. and that's not going to be the same for everyone for some people they're lucky enough that they can listen and they can um you know learn just from that and that's amazing um but yeah I I started talking then I realized this is a terrible thing to say on a podcast no 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 not at all not at all (laughs) I mean I'll be I'll be the first to admit too that there are many people they might be trying to listen today for the first time and Maybe it's not for them. That you know, that's totally fine mm. because we all learn in different ways. I mean, I, I make podcasts now because it's my favorite way to learn a language. You know, I'm always mm. listening to Japanese podcasts or Chinese podcasts, so I feel like I, tr- I want to make the content that I enjoy learning. Mm. But yeah, it, it's not for everyone, of course. But I, I guess this ties into your your quiz now, doesn't it? The um, finding out what kind of language learner you are. So could could you tell us a bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, like I say, I was realizing that this was really the first step to actually being able to make sense of anything to do with how to learn a language. And um, and I thought, okay, well, how can I kind of create something that really clearly outlines this for people? And a, a quiz seemed like the best way because it's just a little bit of fun. Um, you know, you you get that answer and it's it's quite satisfying then. And you know, I took a bit of inspiration from those personality quizzes that you get out there, like Myers-Briggs and all of those things. And I was really thinking, well, what are the different types of language learner? How do they cross-section? How do they, you know, contradict each other? So there's a few elements to it. Um, For example, you might be a one-language devotee or a language dabbler right? Um, You might be a minimalist when it comes to resources or a magpie. You might be a solo studier or a community craver. And you might be a raring to go getter or a dab hand, you know, so a completely newbie or you've been doing this a while, you're pretty Mm -hmm. experienced. And, you know, those different combinations create these ever so slightly different learners, right? Like if you are, um, you know, a solo studier and you, you, you much prefer like listening to podcasts on your own, reading on your own, and every now and then you'll have a lesson, totally fine. There's nothing 
wrong about that way of learning. But if you are a community craver and you actually really need, you know, those lessons and exchanges and meetups and all of that kind of human connection and contact with your learning, but you're trying to learn in a kind of solo studier manner where you're trying to force yourself to sit with a textbook each day rather than go to the meetup, then it isn't going to work for you because you actually are craving something else. So it was just trying to give people that visual to help say, hey, you know, this is this is who I, from, from the questions that you've answered in the quiz, I think this is probably your language learning profile. This is your, your language personality. And um, yeah, hopefully it helps to then give people a bit of a clearer path as to what they can be doing and how they can be using certain resources and how they can be learning a language essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's such a good idea. And I I think it has the potential of saving a lot of time. So I think many language learners spend so much time trying different techniques and realizing it's not for them and tweaking things for sometimes years, maybe. And if you just understand yourself, your personality, your way of learning a bit more, I guess you can shortcut that and just get into what helps you personally right exactly exactly that's exactly it like there's so much experimentation in language learning as it is so we may as well eliminate (laughs) the bits that we don't need Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that we can still make progress alongside that um you know by understanding a bit about who we are and therefore how we are best gonna individually learn languages Mm -hmm. yeah and and the quiz is at lindsaydoeslanguages.com slash quiz, right? That's it. Yeah. Nice Very and simple. simple. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, I, as I said to you before we recorded, I did it last week, I think. I'm embarrassed because I totally forgot my results. So sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a good quiz. And I think at the end, it, it explains a bit more about your type and, and what that means, right? Yeah, yeah, and kind of explains, you know, on on each of those, there are 16 possible options, right, with the four elements and the different combinations. Um, So, yeah, on each of those results pages, you've got some three um, ideas of, like, well, what do I do with this information? How do I go forward? So there's three things to very clearly help you out there on that front as well. Nice. I need to try it again and, and see, myself. Yeah, see if yeah. it feels familiar, if you get the same result. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I think it's maybe for people like you and I, it's always quite fun to like try different methods and tweak it. But I, I know there are a lot of people out there who they don't really enjoy that. They, they just want to learn the just efficient way. That they're not bothered about, you know, trying all these different methods because, mm. yeah, they just want to learn the language. Yeah, that's exactly that's it. Nice. Is there anything else to add on that that I, I haven't asked yet? Uh, I don't think so. All feels, yeah. Okay, yeah. All feels good. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, I'm excited to try again. And I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes for people who, who can just click on it and try very easily. Well, I wanted to ask you what your, well, I was going to say what your study routine looks like now, or if you even have one, you know, I know some people might not even say they have one, but mm. what does your language learning routine look like now? And what languages are you dabbling in right now? I know it changes for you sometimes. Yeah, um, that's a good question. And like we talked about the the masters, and I think you know for a lot of the past two years, that's kind of that's had to take priority essentially. Um, so yeah, right now I don't have a specific language routine. Like the time that 
would have previously been my language time is now my master's time. So, um, you know, in the morning when, when I've got that bit of space, that's when I tend to do that. But I do try and check in each day with at least, you know, a couple of apps. Primarily right now I'm learning Russian. Um, but yeah, I try to do a couple of little sessions on apps throughout the day. Um, I will, it sounds like I don't like podcasts, but I, I will listen to, to podcasts if I'm um, going for a walk or something. Um, music is always really big for me. Like again, with, with languages that I've previously studied, especially, um, I want to just stay in touch, so to speak, with those languages. And um, so, yeah, music is good for that. I love watching, um, you know, foreign films. So, yeah, that tends to be sort of most lunch times. I'll have like 20 minutes and break up a long film into little little sections. Mm. So a lot of it right now isn't like new study because of the MA stuff. It's like it's my fun time. It's my downtime. Mm. It's my leisure time that is where I'm bringing in my languages. Um, but yeah, like hopefully kind of six months when I finish the whole, the whole thing and the dissertation is all done, then yeah, I'll be able to use that time that I've, that's already there and carved out to have more, more language again. But I do, you know, I go through kind of phases over, like over the summer, for example, um, I've got some time planned out for, um, like one lesson a week again for Russian, just to, to help me kind of, again, to have that separation from, from the master's stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, normally, like I say, normally it's been two years already, but normally, um, for me, it's, it's morning. Morning is when I get the most kind of, um, productive stuff done, I guess. Yeah. And then, um, and then everything else is sort of sprinkled throughout the day, but that's, that's why I love like, you know, the, the access that we have nowadays to Mm -hmm. so many different ways to, to learn. There's just so much there that we can kind of sprinkle throughout the day, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it can be quite overwhelming to have all of that, but I think overall it's definitely a good thing to have all Mm. these options, but yeah, I I really envy people like you who can um, study kind of you, you almost you've you've made it into like your hobbies your your downtime right your fun time it sounds like mm-hmm. i find for me it works so much better when i have this scheduled time every day where i sit down and i, I mean i still have fun i watch youtube videos or whatever like that but i would never kind of you know finish my work relax on the sofa and then watch some you know japanese movies it it just doesn't feel right to me but i, I wish it did so I don't know. Is is that just natural for you? That you well, that? yeah. I mean, the way you describe it also doesn't feel natural to me. Like to finish work and then be like, oh, okay, now I'll put it on. Um, it's more. It's more like I would say lunchtime, and I see it as I'm either going to watch an old episode of The Office that I've seen <laughs> multiple times, yeah, or so I'm gonna. <laughs> Or I'm going to watch something um, in another language and give myself a bit of extra exposure. So I see it that way that it's, it's um, you know, it's extra rather than um, this is my like prime time for, for learning, you know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's the the perception of almost like what counts, I think. And again, 
language learning personality. It's going to be so different for everyone mm-hmm. as to what feels like, um, you know, what percentage of like active learning you want versus the kind of passive, um, more kind of chill stuff and and what feels good. And you've just got to trust that for yourself. So yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say definitely don't like envy the way that I learn languages or anything because it's all how it how it works best for you yeah I, I guess that's the whole point of what we're talking about right yeah, that, you know, yeah. We, we all have different personalities and it doesn't really make sense for me to envy another personality it's just we're all different so yeah, yeah. you caught me <laughs> caught me out <laughs> <laughs> not my intention <laughs> um but yeah I think what you mentioned was really really important how you, you're still learning and studying in some ways but it has taken more of a backseat uh, less of a priority during your master's which which makes sense obviously it's a good thing so it's interesting to see how your uh, routine has changed a little bit we're kind of on the topic of routine and i want to kind of segue slide into the topic of habits a little bit just for a few minutes i thought mm. that could be mm. a good topic to you know, pick your brain on today yeah. so i've got a few fun questions here one it's a little bit um what's the word i don't know can't think of the word but feel free to not answer anything too personal is what i mean what is <laughs> a bad habit that you have <laughs> bad habit that i have oh i feel like you know in a job interview when people will say what's your strengths and weakness my weakness is i love my job and, and <laughs> it's just like a work. reverse it's a reverse <laughs> thing i'm trying to like answer the question without it sounding like yeah. well that's obviously a good habit a I bad haven't prepared habit. haven't prepared Lindsay in advance. So this is totally <laughs> off the cuff on the spot. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I think sometimes maybe like it is easy and I do fall into that trap of becoming too reliant, maybe, on apps where I think, yeah, this totally counts, and then don't practice and produce mm-hmm. the language enough. Um, you know, and and I'm always telling people in my work, like produce as much as possible write and speak and all of these things you know um but yeah like times like now when there's uh essays to be written it's yeah it, it's the only way that I can really fit in new learning so I don't feel too bad about it but I wish that I were able to um you know maintain a production habit more so than just an app habit that that's a really good one. Yeah. I, I I do the same where I might spend, you know, 30 minutes on flashcards and then five minutes reading a blog post. Mm. And I think it would be better reversed, honestly. Reading mm. that blog is probably much I mean, in my opinion, it for me, it would be much more beneficial. I'm seeing everything in context and not just on my apps going like correct, wrong, correct, wrong. Tap, tap, swipe, tap, tap, swipe. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, how how about something not related to language learning? Do you have like a another bad habit that maybe you like to get rid of, but it's hard to kick? Ooh. <sighs> Good question. I'll give you mine. Um yeah. very common one while you're thinking is more recently I've developed the habit of biting my nails, which is really I hate it, but it's always unconscious, right? I'm just like, oh, I'm doing it again. And I, I can't <laughs> seem to stop. So that I guess there's some underlying stress or something, but that was oh, my yeah. one. <laughs> Interesting. I, hmm, I don't know. 
like in terms of like the typical answers for bad habits, I'm kind of boring in that respect. You know, I don't smoke, I don't drink alcohol. So there's none of those obvious, oh yeah, it's that. I don't know what would be considered again like a bad bad, it's a judgment isn't it it depends on yeah it's bad and and I and I feel that like if there was something that I felt was like a bad habit I'm quite headstrong on that front in that I'd be like yeah I don't like this I'm going to change it because I don't like feeling um kind of down on myself you know so if I'm doing something that's really like not making me feel good and I'm judging myself as bad as a bad habit then I think generally I am probably quite quick to Hmm. knock it on the head yeah so it's a really boring answer no that's I mean that's a really good thing (laughs) if you can do that maybe people like your friends and family might have something else to say but yeah maybe (laughs) maybe (laughs) yeah how about then moving towards other people what is a I'll try to use a good word for the listeners now deplorable habit deplorable habit a bad habit that you see other people doing that maybe gets on your nerves a little bit oh yeah okay I have a really yeah (laughs) vaping especially especially places where you can't smoke right so I've seen this a lot recently on trains Mm -hmm. And on public transport, it happened on a tram in Nottingham to the point that the driver stopped the tram and said, stop vaping. I can see you. Get off the tram. Wow. And the kid, because it was a child, was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I just find it really quite obnoxious when people do it in places where they think that they can get away with it. Mm-hmm. I've even seen it on a plane, in fact, Really? Once. Oh, no. And yeah, I just... Oh, I find it really annoying. That is deplorable. Yes. Yeah. So va- vaping, um, e-cigarettes, another word. People seem to think it has different rules. and Yeah, we're in this grey area. Of, yeah. Of, yeah, where it's and... not always clear. Mm-hmm. So I can see why people try and get away with it. I think but... plane is way too far. It's just like a lack of respect for everyone around you who has to breathe in your exhale fumes (laughs) i don't care if it smells like cherry (laughs) (laughs) but but do you prefer it to cigarette smoke because surely you i think so yeah 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 me too i I mean i don't like either but Mm. yeah that's a good one it's a good one the the one that i had in mind was people spitting in public Mm -hmm. i know i think it can be cultural um some cultures i've seen it's more common but in the uk it tends to be like teenagers right and sometimes yeah. i'm walking behind them they spit and i have to like jump to Divert. avoid it yeah <laughs> it really bothers me yeah yeah anyway <laughs> well focusing again on like a positive side what is a good habit that you have perhaps recently implemented a good habit you've put into place any topic you like any area of life exercising in the morning Oh, nice. So I used to always plan to exercise when I finished work. And some days it would be great. And I'd finish and I'd go out and I'd, you know, do a run or a bike ride, whatever I wanted to do, and then come back and have dinner. And other days I'd finish work and it might be a little bit warm or it might be raining or I might be tired. And I just found that that was happening more than I was going out and exercising, right? So even though I had this time allocated, it wasn't really working. So I thought, okay, 
let's shake it up. Let's do it, flip it on its head and I'll go out in the morning. And it's much better and it's so nice. It's so quiet. I go out and I, I ride my bike or I go for a run and it's just, it's a really nice way to to start the day, this quiet, cool air, um, especially at the minute in the summer, to have that is is a blessing. So yeah, that that feels like a good a good habit that I want to keep. And I guess in the winter, probably at the right time, you can get up. I'm waiting. Cycle. You've got the beautiful Haven't sunset done it in the winter. and the sunrise. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious to see if it lasts beyond uh, beyond the summer. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I've started yeah. at the right time of year. I hope. Yeah, definitely. Keep it going. Keep <laughs> it going. But that, that's nice though. I, I guess you have, after doing it, you've got that feeling of accomplishment that kind of exactly. gets you through the rest of the day. Like Even if you do nothing yeah. else, at least you've done you've done that in the morning. So that that's... Yeah. Something I should maybe do as well. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I didn't think of one for myself. I don't want to make it seem just like a on-the-spot interview, but I didn't really mm-hmm. prepare one for me. Good habit implemented. Um, yeah. Well, well uh, here's one that I'm trying to implement. I'm trying, yeah. quite similar to you, I'm trying to, first thing in the morning, just get some sunlight. You know, it's not mm. always guaranteed in England, but wake up. You know, wash my face, go for a quick walk, sit in the garden. I just think having that a few minutes That's of really sunlight good. is important, but it's yeah. not, I'm not doing it every day, but I would like to. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's it. It is that getting outside time that I was liking, um, mm. you know, and and I kind of started, I, I think with, with habits, one of the things that I've learned over the years is that starting kind of almost fractions, right? So, um, when I wanted to start exercising in the morning, rather than start exercising in the morning, I started by getting dressed, going for a walk and listening to whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting dressed, going for a walk and listening to a podcast or something a bit more um, kind of productive, shall we say. Um, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm up. I'm, I've got into the routine of getting up and going out. Now I'm going to try going for a run, like say, once a week then twice a week and and building habits up fractionally like that has always proved really successful for me rather than diving in you know head first all in one go I often find that never quite lasts as long <laughs> yeah that, that's something I'm always saying to the listeners as well when it comes to building a language learning habit mm. is kind of easing into it gradually mm. you start with five minutes a day and if you like you can make it longer it's always going to be more successful, isn't it, than than jumping in at the deep end and exactly. uh, giving up probably shortly after. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I love exactly that. It. I love that. Well, one more quick one here is uh, what is a habit you would like to develop? So, you know, maybe after your mm. master's when you have more time, is there anything that you think you would like to start doing, you'd like to implement, but you mm. haven't yet for some reason? Yeah, so much. Um there's a lot of things that I'd like to kind of learn, you know, learn how to do like crafts and different sports and things like that. And languages, obviously. I think I'd like to when, you know, especially when the masters is done, have at least one language learning lesson a week, kind of on a regular basis. There's been times when it's worked for a bit in the past. And then maybe, you know, if a package has run out and I've just gone, oh, I'll renew it later. Um, but yeah, really trying to do that a bit more regularly would feel good, I think. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Yeah, like mm. my, my dream 
I don't think I'll ever get here, but my dream is to have like every weekday have one hour of a language lesson, like five hours a week. Because mm, I just feel like you'd cool. make so much improvement, but yeah. I don't know what kind of lifestyle I would need to have to be able to do that time (laughs) yeah and are you thinking that would be one language different languages uh one or two yeah i'm not a big polyglot i'd like to stick to one as much as i can or one or two yeah yeah but yeah that's my dream but nice i'm doing one at the moment it's better than nothing (laughs) yeah definitely better than nothing well on the private podcast this week i want to talk to you a little bit about some expressions related to habits just for a few minutes Mm. would you be happy to get into that now let's do it so uh lindsay it's been really nice to chat with you today i've really enjoyed it and could you let people know like where they can go if they want to find out more about you again or what you're working on these days or the you know links to find out more about you Mm, yeah thank you thanks for having me it's been a lot of fun um yeah the best place is my website so lindsaydoeslanguages.com which is l-i-n-d-s-a-y and the quiz as well is lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash quiz um so yeah have a little look and see you know what comes out as your uh, your combination for your language personality yeah maybe listeners can leave a comment wherever i don't know if they can do it on your website or my website and just say yeah, what drop they got. me an email interesting yeah. yeah yeah definitely yeah I, I have to admit whenever i'm typing your website or your name i feel like Lindsay has different spellings sometimes so many so in my head i'm saying lind say yes say that's, that's the best way <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah well th- thank you for joining me again really appreciate thank your you. time yeah um, thank you for having me You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.